Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Red Men News. Uh, the morning after the night before, Liverpool obviously knocked out of the FA Cup. There's a few bits and pieces of fallout from that, which we'll get to. But anyway, I am Paul Machen. I'm joined by Jack Gill. Uh, for this one um, let's dive straight into it a couple of more random things uh, Jack uh, the Empire of the Cop t- uh, taking t- uh, an article from Build saying that Bruce Dortmund yet again steal brilliant talent from Liverpool's grasp with 30 million deals set for completion uh, that player is Birmingham City wonder kid Jude Bellingham uh, it's been reported by Sports Build and translated by the Mail <laughs> brilliant wow we've got around the arses for this one haven't we the prodigal midfielders lit up the championship this season making 31 appearances despite being just 16 years old old um yeah i mean look i don't know enough about this kid to be to, to be honest but it, it fits the bill i think for what liverpool are doing yeah. at the moment we've seen this already with the likes of harvey elliott going around and hoovering up as much young talent that being said 30 million pounds yeah. i can't see this be, I, that doesn't actually feel like a very liverpool thing to uh, do. i was gonna say I, I never saw any concrete interest from liverpool really I, I, there was a very strong link to Manchester United that they're Manchester United, aren't they? They seem to want young English talent at the minute. Listen, they're calling Bellingham the new Stephen Gerrard. That, that's that's what they're calling him. Mm-hmm. Um, Dortmund's the perfect place for him, in my opinion. I think going to Manchester United at £30 million, a lot would have been expected of him. Um, he'd been heaped of pressure, probably wouldn't have had very much game time there um, at Dortmund. He's going to be their record signing. He's going to get game time, yep. easier league. Um, I think I think it's the perfect move for him, and, and it'll be good to see what what this kid c- turns into. Then, yeah, uh, the only issue with that with, with, with that price tag is that mm. you start to enter into a world where what's his, what's his next move worth? You know, he's he's it's sixteen years old. That's a, that's a lot of money. Now, if you go, if you know, you're buying the next great dot 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 then great but you never know at yeah. that age you've got yeah. it you've got an inkling you can see when someone's a player but there's so much development for a, for a lad to go through I'm, I'm maybe Liverpool will be in a position at some point where we will do things like that and may, hey listen maybe they were maybe they were maybe they were happy with that fee and it's just that he's chosen to go to Dortmund but 30 millions is, is a, it's a, that's a big gamble for someone so young the thing is as well Birmingham City need that money they, yeah. they need that and there's a stance at Birmingham. I know quite a few Birmingham supporters, and his little brother's just coming through as well, right. who apparently is better. Okay. So it's, it's going to be interesting to see what happens with him as well. But I think, as you say, thirty million pounds on on a sixteen-year-old kid who's 
who's only played championship level is a lot of money and I don't see Liverpool ever wanting to pay that really it's a hard sell for us at the moment as well Curtis Jones is still looking for yeah. his game still looking to get game time in, in our team and he's a couple of years further mm -hmm. on as well and look he's, he's on the path to being a very very good you know, pre hopefully Premier League level footballer. Yeah. I don't think that even if you bought him, you, you, you can stockpile these kids, but you're only ever sending them out on loan anyway. Yeah. He's going to have a season in the other 23s, and that's, that's where it's a hard sell to players at this point. No problem, get, I think, attracting players in general. People will want to play for us, but if Dortmund are saying, you can come and play football for us. If you're going to come and play in the Bundesliga, mm -hmm. you know, and which have you made 30 on appearances in the Championship? The championship is probably what the fifth best league in the world. You know, it's yeah. probably not yeah. far off. Yeah. You know, if 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 that. Um, so yeah, he'll he'll want game time. We just can't do that. But yeah, what well, definitely want to keep an eye on. And I think if he if he has a good couple of years at Dortmund, the beauty is is that it's Dortmund is still a, a stepping stone, stepping stone club. Um, right. So some wonderful analysis here. The Liverpool Echo reporting the BBC uh, a, a, a post match. I, I immediately muted it the second the game finished. So I didn't hear the the, the limited post match analysis. But um, Alan Shearer and my, and my good mate Ian Wright have been chatting there saying uh, Shearer said Liverpool didn't trouble Chelsea at all in the second half, and the hosts looked a better team. Brilliant. Liverpool didn't offer anything going forward and Chelsea solved at the back and should have scored more goals themselves. Ian Wright told the BBC, Liverpool were very disappointing. They had no shots in the second half. You do have to have a dip. But we praise Watford putting them under pressure and they continue to make mistakes. Chelsea did the same in the second half of this game. They can give them time on the ball. Right. Um, if you want more analysis and better analysis than this, we've done a final word show. It's on the RedmenTV.com. We watched the game. We, we, we did not play the game professionally, but we have got more interesting things to say about this game than anyone on the BBC last night. And I say this, I really like Wright. He's a top fella. I've got a lot of time for him, and he's had a lot of time for us down the years as well. Um, so I don't expect, and he knows, but he knows I know more about Liverpool than he does. He said it. Um, no. um, yeah, look, there's nothing more really to take from that, is the Jack? I don't no. really know. I think Ross has just done that, is just, just to yeah. rile me up. Just a slow news day. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, what did happen yesterday that we maybe we didn't have time to focus on mm -hmm. because of the match, because uh, of the Chelsea game? The under 19s were knocked out of the UEFA Youth League last night after losing 4 1 to Benfica. Yeah, it, it was a tough game for them. You know, they'd, they'd lost two of the best players in, in the campaign, Neko Williams and, and Curtis Jones, who have been brilliant for them. Um, it, it was tough, you know, it didn't help that the referee seemed to be a Benfica fan. Um, two bizarre red cards and some bizarre decisions. Uh, Harvey Elliott should have had a penalty, which looked stonewall to me. Benfica had two very soft penalties. Um, it, it was a very strange game, but you know, Paul, it, it was a massive experience for this lad, uh, these young lads, you know. Uh, it's a young side and, and Barry Lutus has, has done a very good job with them. There, there was a, a small period where they nearly didn't make it through the group mm -hmm. and, and Benfica were a very good side. So I was impressed with them last night, uh, uh, yesterday, sorry. Uh, but there's there's definitely some 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 talented players there. Yeah, a real shame. And again, we talk about this a lot. I think a lot of people put pressure on youth mm. football and I think you know there's definitely signs there are instances where you can point to great youth sides and how they've, they've, they've you can tangibly see how a group of players has moved up and into a first team there's not loads of it because ultimately football's changed a lot and you're in an age now where if you're good enough to play first team football you're too good to play youth football and you often skip that level and you write the point is there Curtis Jones is the best player in yeah. that team yeah by a, by a mile Losing Nico Williams as and well. He, if you took those, if you took the equivalent players out of the main side, as we've seen, 
that, that, that's how I can struggle. So, yeah, Curtis enough. Jones as well is the sort of player that improves every player in that team going yeah. forwards. And what we've seen from this this team all season is that, yes, they can concede goals. Some some of the goals they conceded yesterday were, were poor errors or that Benfica had two penalties. Um, but at the end of the day, we didn't have that much flair going forwards that we usually do when we have the likes of Curtis Jones in there. Neko Williams with the ability to cross the balls in from the right. Leighton Stewart, another one that we're missing his height. Stuff like that. I, th I think it was obviously always going to be a difficult situation for us yesterday, but the, the lads did well nonetheless. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Jürgen Klopp obviously done his post-match reaction, some interest and bits and pieces. One thing on the game itself, he was asked about uh, three defeats in the last four matches and he said, look, it went our way for so long because we defended outstandingly. Usually you don't get a lot of chances against us and stuff like this, but now we have to admit that in the last three games, maybe four, we've conceded absolutely too many goals. That's true. From completely different situations, so it's not one problem, uh, but we see it as well. I'm not worried about the momentum. Momentum is not something you get as a present. You have to keep it, uh, keep at it to get it, or you have to get it to keep it. Uh, we have always a chance to get it back. No, I'm not concerned about the momentum, but it's football, and we never thought it would be an easy season. We thought it would be an easy period. It would be an easy game tonight. Nothing, nothing like that. It was always clear it would be difficult. It was always clear it was difficult. We did very well, but tonight, not good enough in decisive moments, and that's what we have to accept. Um, yeah, and the, and the one. Uh, thing as well that I thought was really interesting I thought I'll, put, I'll, I'll play the clip for you on this one because it's great he was asked about the coronavirus and basically said my opinion doesn't matter um, let's see if we can get this get this through for you Absolutely exceptional from the manager, nailing it. And look at it again, not, not to get drawn into wider non-football and points, but he's right. There's some people out there, and that's the second time he's been asked mm -hmm. about the coronavirus in two press conferences. And it's the point there, there's people going, these are journalists. I saw people complaining because people from fan channels were getting into press conferences earlier in the season. I saw, I think, like Flex from United Stand was in one and some people kicking off. Like, I'm sorry, but I, in, I would never, ever go and answer a, a fucking wanky question like that. And it's because coronavirus gets hits and Jürgen Klopp yeah. gets hits and it's coronavirus X Klopp equals equals numbers. They're, they're doing it for a story. You saw Sky earlier on in the week, Steve Bruce said something about handshakes being banned and they made it a, a headline story. I, I don't understand it. Keep politics away from football where it's best off. I mean... Focus on how good we've been this season, and, and that's all you need to focus mm. on. I don't, I don't understand why these silly questions are, are asked. Absolutely, but also fuck the Tories. Um, <laughs> right, um, Matt's going to get into some of your comments underneath. Let's go out through some thoughts and opinions on the things that we've seen and heard so far today. Right, as you can imagine, the main stuff is just pure meltdown over yesterday. That's what it's been dominated Give me some by. Give the, the most meltdown, meltdown comments. I'm, I'm here for that. The, the best one, I think, for me is from Marshall, who says we'll lose on Saturday. We're finished. We're actually finished. Finished? As a finished. football club. Oh, wow. Completely finished. That's the end. Well, let's pack it all in. Wow. Yeah, well, like, if we're, yeah God, imagine. <laughs> imagine if having gone 30 years without a title and then 
gone through all the struggles, we've gone through all the broken hearts of like, you know, coming close in cup finals and losing out and finishing second in like 2008-9 and 13-14 and last season. And then to get to a point where the league is still mathematically winnable when we'd be, we'd be even if we lost, what, probably still 19 points clear at the top of the league, even if, what, is it that, is 60, whatever. <laughs> um, and then if we lost the ball, we're just packing it in. When you're still in the European Cup as well, we're finished, Paul. Finished. You're finished, Marshall. <laughs> You're finished. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, go on, Matt. What else you got? Fuck. <laughs> There's some more that are more tactical analysis-based. Yeah. Um, Ian Rush's moustache says, I know people won't like this, but we need a player like Cortinio who can weave through the oh. middle <laughs> when there's a back five. Oh, no. I thought we got past this. Come on. Hang on a second, did he write Coutinho? Is that because you can't say Coutinho? Oh no, that's because I can't say Coutinho. Coutinho. That's Coutinho. Coutinho. There's no R in it. There's a, a Brazilian twang though, that's what I was going for. Just being continental, Paul. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, that's good because I was absolutely going to slaughter him and now I'll just slaughter Matt instead. Um, <laughs> listen, Liverpool were unbeaten in the league up until this weekend. They've put together, they've broken like every record you can break on the way to that. That doesn't happen by accident. And you can't then... Now, look, there's always ways to improve. Liverpool would have been better if, like, Naby Keita had been fit. He's the kind of player who can do that. If Oxlade-Chamberlain had just been better, he's the kind of player who can do that. Those players are in bad form and or injured. That's the, their fault. That, that's that's the thing. I think yesterday it, it wasn't anything to do with that. It was the fact that our midfield wasn't balanced enough. We had two creative midfielders on the pitch. We had Origi at left wing when he's he's a centre forward. It had nothing to do with it, any player like that. So And ultimately, look... Players can play poorly. I think we can all agree that by and large Liverpool haven't played poorly this season. Liverpool have played really well. Even you say mm. it was coming, blah 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 blah. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Mm. You don't get to where Liverpool are by accident. It's impossible to get to where Liverpool are accidentally. And the revisionism that happens when there's a little a little setback. I know people for years afterwards who said Liverpool, Rafa was lucky to win the Champions League in 2005. Like they might have gotten moments of luck, but you don't get to a mm. final mm. by being. It's not lucky. You have to. You engineer. You make your own luck. Um, so yeah, I think everyone needs to have a little moment to themselves, a little sit down, a little quiet word. Do some probably, yoga. Probably Go, go and watch Rick and Morty or something I don't know whatever it is go and, go, go and chill your beans have a wank <laughs> go on, one more for a man. nice cold bath <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. yeah so just some stuff on Klopp's comments about the coronavirus Chick uh, Josh says I think Klopp's right about deflecting questions um, it's not his it's not for him to answer um, Margaret says agreed Klopp's reply regarding the coronavirus question was good silly journalists it's, but it's, he's right people aren't listening to the point that he's making because he's spot on and he's, he's very good with this stuff is that we don't do enough of this in life listen to experts People don't want to listen to experts because experts are fucking boring. And you know, and you want to hear that there's a big drama and a big and a big story because we're so used to everything in our lives being the drama that we need. We look, we turn to everything, we turn to the real world for dramatic excitement when we shouldn't. And I, I'm going off on one in here because fucking why not? I normally do this on our podcast, but I'm going to do this here instead. I remember the day that 9/11 happened, and everyone was shocked by it. But after a while, it became something people were watching on television, and the you end up having people react and go like, well, what's going to happen next? Well, it's happened, you know what I mean? Like, and, and So people have got this into this world now where 
what you and Klopp thinks about coronavirus, because fuck what I give about think about coronavirus, don't give a fuck. You need to go and listen to people who genuinely know what they're talking about, and, and you know, either be scared or don't be scared, but based on real facts and real journalism and real all this stuff. So clickbait, horrendous horseshit <sighs> bullshit. Can't stand it. Cannot stand it. Um, sorry, Jack. <laughs> sorry, viewers. <laughs> But it is what it is. Uh, look, look. If you want more more random stuff, you can do. Me and Chris have got a podcast, the Matron Page podcast. Jamie Webster, Liverpool legend, uh, singing superstar, is on there this week, putting the world to rights. Uh, that's going to be on YouTube.com forward slash MatronXPageach. We'll uh, annotate to it and link to it and all that kind of stuff. But do head over there and subscribe to that channel. Uh, there'll be more news tomorrow. Hopefully, some actual news um, for us to discuss. And um, plenty of extra content on the redmentv.com, including the final words. If you really want to get stuck into that game with some proper analysis from people who care uh, and know what they're talking about largely, uh, yeah, head over there and check that out. Other than that, thank you very much. We'll see you all soon. Ta-da. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.